preface, there was a, I, when I was a little boy, I adored fairy tales about heroes and knights, brave kings and pow- beautiful princesses, and dreadful monsters and powerful magicians. At that time, I was too young to read by myself, and my mother spent hours and hours of me reading my tale, me tales of Hans Christian Andersen to the brothers Grimm and Homer. She often told me me myths and legends about the Titans and ancient Greek gods, heroes of Trojan War. Thanks to her, I fell in love with an enchanted world full of magical creatures. Like most adults, however, she was a busy person and rarely had time for me. Every time when my mother refused to tell me a bedtime story, I pretended to fall asleep as soon as she left the room. I slipped out of my bed and went to the window. I pulled the curtains open, climbed on my chair and spent hours watching the ink blue sky studded with stars. They were so bright, so enchantingly beautiful, and somehow alive, blinking at to me, every one of them, a new, unknown universe. Since I was always eager for new, exciting stories, I begged the stars aloud, please tell me a story, please tell me about your worlds. And because they did not respond, I usually ended up inventing some story and telling it to myself. Later on I learned how to read, and no longer needed to ask someone to tell me stories. There were so many on the shelves of every library and bookstore. Some more fascinating passionate, others humdrum, but every one of them was a window that revealed new horizons before me. Then time flew by, one day I found myself on the eve of my thirteenth birthday. On that night I had a strange dream. I stayed in the middle of the black sky, surrounded by stars. Just in front of me stood out an immense creature in the shape of a giant seahorse, consisting of a thousand stars, which made its body shine with incredible brilliance. Wrapped in its utter silence, we were staring at each other. I felt like a speck of dust in the sky, but its majestic and terrific creature, the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Then suddenly, his mighty voice boomed out as though it came from a long tube. Welcome to my world, my young friend. Finding the time to come to meet another. To meet one another. Another. When you were a little boy, you often called me and asked to tell me your stories, remember? Who you are, you, I asked, with dread and awe. You call me the Starry Dragon for your convenience. That my real name is rather complicated, said the starry creature. I am so I am a messenger of the stars, which you love so much as a little boy. I have a mission for you, so listen to me closely. I intend to take you to wonderful worlds and show you amazing things. From now on, until your thirty third birthday, your dreams will always consist consistent and intense concise and intense. Each one of them with a different tale. My request to you is to write everything I show you, and then to narrate it to people. It will not be no easy task to do so, since real palpitating life is hard to be sealed on a piece of paper. Sometimes you will observe creatures and things whose real names you don't even know, things that don't even exist on your planet, and events hard to explain. Don't worry, though, because I will be with you. And will help you on your in this endeavour. I'm not sure I can handle this, I said, hesitantly. And that's what's the use of all this anyway. Everyone knows that dreams are not real. They are only broken pieces of our unconscious mind, figments of our imagination. 
You don't know what is real and what is not, Boone the Starry Dragon. There are dreams where you can travel to other worlds. I believe me, they're as real as the one of your everyday life. There, there can, you can hurt or even die as easily as in your own world. Don't underestimate the greatness of the universe and dial well down to your own limited knowledge. As far as I know, you're always... You've been always curious, asking questions all the time about this and that. Now you can get the answers. But if you, do, if you want to travel with me, you need to be brave and ready for incredible adventures, no matter how dangerous they can be. Well, I think I'm not really ready for the adventures I've blurted out. I have a lot on my plate right now. Family work, besides, I've never planned to be a writer. You'll be one because I make you one, echoed a dragon voice. Don't be a coward. You call me first. I know you cannot back out. You have to promise me you'll write the stories I show you because this is the only way to tell people the things you see. Accept your destiny or you'll stay with me forever and you'll never see your family again. Okay, I promise then, I muttered and hardly uttered it. The dragon disappeared. I woke up with a start. It was still dark outside. I poked up an elbow, my heart banging. It's okay, it's only a dream and dreams are not real. I comforted myself. But a few days, the starry dragon came again. In my sleep, an incredible adventure began. From now then on, for three years, I had many vivid dreams, which I experienced some kind of separate reality, on level perception and control. This reality was parallel to my everyday life. It was though I'd been moved by a time being to a new world where time and space did not matter. In this state of mind, I was able to observe scenes situations that happened in places I'd never seen before. It was like participating in a movie and going through different stories along with their main characters. I was in the middle of the action, mingled with strange people and magical creatures, only they were never aware of my presence. They spoke strange languages, but I could understand what they were saying on some higher supernatural level. Furthermore, not only could I witness events and follow the thread of every single story, but also read their minds of the characters, understand the exact motivation behind every one of their acts. I think it's not necessary to mention how incredibly exciting all that was to me. Now let me tell you the first story that Story Dragon showed me. It happened several days before our first meeting. I fell asleep then. I found myself alone in the darkness, surrounded by stars, and listening to his deep, booming voice. Are you ready for your first adventure, my young friend? The dragon asked. The story you see is about the damage that vanity causes life devoted to narcissism and selfishness. Selfishness is one of the worst things that can happen to someone. People don't realise that their inestimacy dries their soul up and makes them cold, unfeeling, and stupid, which leads them to hollow ambitions and terrible mistakes. Remember, only fools are looking for a vain prize. They will get what they deserve. The starry dragon had hardly spoken at la- its last words when a bright lightning tore the sky. I glimpsed the dragon for only a second before the stars it consisted of turned into a giant funnel that sucked me up in a wild world. I slapped me on the shore, the shore of a small lake, and there, in the middle of the lake, combing her splendid black hair and singing a sad song, was she the fairy of the lake.